0: listening to a podcast the other day and they were doing their their overrated underrated little spiel mm-hmm. and the guest that was on fired back with overrated like super quickly he said meditation he said and that he, it's went overrated? On, he, he went on like on a rant about how it's um how it's become like a thing, and because they're all in California, it sounds like very close to LA, where yeah. they live most of the people, and he's like, man, you know, and he named off, like, these like, uh, certain, like, neighborhoods, like, when there's a store in there, like, he's saying, like, it's it's gone, you know what I mean? Like, whatever used to be the original message, like, when it's reached this point that these people are selling it, and, like, these people are consuming it, like, it's just, like, a fad, trendy thing he's saying, like, but he, he, a lot of it was, like, half-joking.
1: Yeah, but you know what? He's a little bitch. <laughs> Straight-up little bitch, because he couldn't do it.
0: Well, he was, he, he's saying that, like, his problem, he's like, man, I, every time I meditate he basically just said he didn't like like the uh, like where it took him you know what I mean he just like he said that he just realized basically like what a what a bad person he was is always like wh- where he ended up when he was thinking and getting quiet and all the thoughts were out of his head well. he was just saying basically like he got a lot of guilt probably about Aww. Stuff, you know Oh,
1: poor guy <laughs> fucking did he, did he he saw the mirror did he
0: but, uh, but yeah, I just thought it would be interesting. I almost was going to send you the podcast and tell you, like, at what minute to start listening.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So, because I could just see that you probably would have wanted a fist fight. Like, yeah, I, dude. I, I could, I just you see. got
1: my tensions <laughs> up a little bit right there.
0: Because, the, like, the way he talked about it was, it was pretty dismissive and, like, arrogant. Well, that's all.
1: Being dismissive and arrogant is, uh, which is, is something you can't do if you're trying to, to meditate, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's definitely a humbling thing, so I could see what he's saying, but, man, we that's the whole thing. Anybody who does do it, you do end up seeing things that you need to change. You do end up seeing yourself not in the best light, because if you were already in the best light, you wouldn't be needing that shit. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, the host guy talked about how he had stopped meditating for, like, kind of similar reasons and then kind of just, like, he, like, kind of plateaued out. Like, you know, when people exercise and they reach a point where they kind of think that they've made progress and they kind of just forget about it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He was kind of saying that he got to, like, a point like that in meditating and he, he had stopped for, like, the last couple months or whatever. And he was, like, agreeing with a lot of what the guy was saying. Saving and how like I don't know, just like about the trendy factor of it i think and but then when he got to the end he he was saying well the only thing though is he's like i i am mad as hell all the time now that i don't that's I don't the thing yeah. he was saying you know i get fired up and i don't get things off of my chest and i don't you know I don't, like,
1: process them. Yeah, and you, you, like, you hold that shit inside. That's what I noticed, like, like, last night, dude, oh, my God. Like, last night, I had the greatest meditation because I was, like, I just was super tense yesterday for some like, anxiety, like a motherfucker. I couldn't meditate during the day because Solomon was being a little fussy, so it was kind of hard. And so, uh, like, I just noticed now, and it kind of, like, I kind of feel like it's almost like a drug, <laughs> where you get so, you get so used to the feeling good that you notice when you don't do it, and so I was I was noticing like missing that, and uh, th- at night though I lay down and I had Solomon at my side, but I got like probably because I hadn't done it and I was so eager to do it like I got deep into it dude where I don't know because I wasn't like there really because i'd gone into a zone but i imagine my chest was moving fucking like you know like just so slow where my heart was probably just pumping like and i got into this zone where i was feeling like like all this tension that was in me, like, in my body from uh, from the toes to the top of my head, like, the back of my neck, everything was just, like, all this energy was, like, like eating it, and it was, like, falling off of me, and, it, and Solomon was at my side, sleeping, like, out, and, like, what I was doing is, it, it's called, like, um, visualization, and I was visualizing, like, my whole body being, like, filled with this this, like, white smoke, light shit, like this mist or whatever, and I was just, like, getting all this tension out of me. And I swear, like, I could feel it going down my my right side of my body and, like, getting my right arm where Solomon was tucked. And I shit you not, I'm not making this up. And it could have been coincidence. But as, as it's happening, and bam, I feel like it released out of my fingers, fucking Solomon, like, wham, did, like, this huge jerk and spit his binky out and was like, whoa, what the fuck was that? It was awesome, <laughs> and he went right back to sleep. But that when I when that happened, like in my subconscious, it, I had like a little wink, like a, eh. you know, like I don't know. It's hard to explain. But fuck those guys, dude. Fuck those guys.
0: Uh, it, because you'll be you know, happy what? To know that they even they even took a dig at Headspace.
1: Yeah. Well, I could see why anybody. Everybody takes a dig at something that is making money, especially if you're against what, what it's going with. But uh, Headspace is like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me when it comes to uh, electronics. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like having an app that can, can kind of coach you and stays on you and it does techniques and it's just, I'm telling you, man. I mean, maybe it's not, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's not for everybody maybe every, maybe you're right in the fa- fact that everybody gets that some other way but I'm pfft, man
0: that's 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 one of the things though I think maybe it, it is for everybody but maybe um like um you're getting there through meditation, but maybe that's not the only... That's what I'm
1: thinking. That's what I'm saying. You're
0: focused, like, real heavily on the meditation because that's, like, the way you got there.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, who would say that, like, you know, there's not other ways of doing it, per se? And they all probably have their own individual benefits, and that's why maybe, like, who all more well rounded just like healthy body approach you know
1: well oh, that probably is, helps so much for a
0: lot of people cause I mean I, you know I know that that when you you feel better you're happier too so 100%. if there's something you know what I mean to that like if people could just exercise a little and like maybe i bring that up a lot because i just miss when i used to exercise
1: dude let's get on a regimen dude because that's my problem too right now like i i feel good oh. in my mind but i can feel my body telling me like catch up
0: yeah i know but i got this stupid work situation i gotta figure out because i mean i know it just sounds like an excuse but like like i literally i just don't have enough time no i and hear you're you like what My work takes up like sixteen hours (laughs) of my day, you know, and it's like I got eight hours left. Like, and I have to sleep in some of those. I have to, like, you know, play with my kids and yeah, that's
1: terrible,
0: um, dude. It's it's crazy. Like, but I do. I I, I miss it because I miss like you were talking about how when you when you don't do it, you can tell. And it's like I used to be like addicted. To coming home and running—it's like I couldn't wait for it. Like and you know me and my uh, marijuana use oh, happened, yeah. you know. And like when I used to run all the time, I, I would not, I wouldn't do that before. Like it always used to be my ritual, you know. I'd get off of work, I'd get in my truck, I'd fire up a little bowl or a blunt or something on the way home. Yeah. And like you know, I'd just like kind of let go of the day's work. You know, mm-hmm. or whatever was going on in the day, but like when I was running, like I didn't want it to affect my lungs because like the breathing was like a big part of running for me. Oh like, yeah, it wasn't the exercise—it was the weird breathing zone you get into. That's
1: crazy, when just, like, dude. When you
0: get in the rhythm, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not easy to do. Like you have to, like I was saying before, like you have to find your pace. You know what I mean? Like you see people out there like flying. You know what I mean? Like full fucking like strides and yeah knees and shit like i don't know you know i I don't know maybe they do too but like i don't think they get the same thing out of it like those people i feel like maybe are a little bit compulsive or something yeah i think
1: they push a little too hard to get that nice
0: flow because i don't think they ever necessarily get into the the zone but then again like how else does somebody run a marathon like that's not natural 20 something miles, you know what I mean? Like, how else would you do that unless you knew how to tap into, like, some energy inside your body, you know, that other people didn't know how to tap into?
1: Yeah, and I think, um, because I've noticed that, that it, that you, um, the biggest part of, of like meditation is that focus on that breathing and that understanding of that breathing and I I, I was picturing what you were just saying and, it, and that really hit home for me where I could definitely see that being like a perfect alternate or alternative to, you know, the folding up and getting down and meditating um, because I mean you're doing the same thing you got that focus going where your mind's not going you know you know, you don't have the anxieties of all these thoughts flying in and out
0: well and you know what I think helps and I think maybe this is why they have those like hot yoga classes yeah you know, where you you do the yoga in like 150 degrees or whatever stupid shit they do yeah um but I think because like once you get tired it's a lot easier to get in that meditating mindset
1: 100 percent it's like a dream state
0: like yeah like once you you you've been you know exercising for 15 minutes plus or something like it's like you know you kick into this different mode and like kind of like start coasting you know Mm -hmm. and i think it's you know i think that like it's the your concentration levels like you can't focus on so many like stupid things because you're starting to get tired and your like natural body instincts are kicking in to focus on you know just what's necessary and it kind of allows your mind to just wander you know because yeah. like, your body your body just goes in robot mode you know one step in front of the other you know we got a ways to go so you don't focus on on the steps anymore it's weird like you know that's you just kind of you just start floating yeah
1: you do like you're, I you're have
0: tired, that. and it still takes a lot of energy but like it's just that you don't feel like you're doing it. You just feel like you're watching it.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. So, since you um, don't have the time, until you get the time, fucking download Headspace and and get on your 10 minutes a day, dude. Done. 10 minutes a day.
0: Out, Yeah, I, I think it's worth
1: a try. Dude, it's... Berto, you do you like tripping? <laughs> do you like to trip? Do you like to, you know? We've
0: oh no, no, mm. I don't
1: actually. Oh, well, maybe you won't like it <laughs> because you can. Well, it's not like a trip though, because it's something you control in your mind. But I'm telling you, when you get Dang into it. like these visualizations, dude, it's like a trip, but it's like it's more like having your it's like having a choose your own adventure dream almost where you you're very aware that you're the one doing it but you you visualize so hard where your imagination comes where your body's in such a state of calm where that's the only thing that's functioning besides your breathing is your mind on this what and you do it whatever you. it's all about like tripping or tricking the subconscious so like people do it when they're sick people do it when they're dealing with certain things and they'll like visualize something like i was feeling tense so i just visualized just this every time i was breathing it was like coming up my feet and it was like this fog and it was just like and everything it was touching it was flawless like as as i was visualizing in my body or in my mind i could feel it coming up to my hips i could feel it coming up to my stomach and i could feel just like a cooling and i know i am like i said it's I think, I think we're in a, uh, a very magical place where the idea of of developing, uh, I guess I'll say it, superpowers with your mind, mind powers, I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible. And not that's only,
0: I, you know... That's I mean, what I was just getting ready to ask you, like, I don't know, like, you know that, like, people when they're desperate can do crazy things, they, you know, pull mm-hmm. off just you know, insane stuff. Yeah. Like, do you think there's a way...
1: To, to harness it.
0: To harness that and use it, like, on demand instead of...
1: I think if you're if you're devout enough, I honestly... And you, I, I don't think it would be like anybody would do it because it would just take that mind to want it to be able to do it that bad, but I honestly don't see that it could be any bounds because I... If I could go up to the hills in India and hear nothing but a bop, I bet you I could do some crazy fucking shit. Because I'm usually meditating on the run or right before I go to bed, like, you know, quick. Like I got, I got to go to work. I have this much time. So, and and I feel confident enough with what's, with what I'm able to do in my mind that, like, I don't know if I ever. I I told you that I knew, that I knew Solomon was gonna be a boy, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so, and, and Meg can vouch for this, um, I'll get her on or something, and she can vouch for this, but, uh, and a lot of people around me, who who were around me, from basically Christmas, it was Christmas, uh, I think it was the day after Christmas, when, uh, We, we, Megan and I got crazy. And this was like right after my, my honeymoon where I was really diving into the search. And it was like my, my time where I was just breaking away from, from being brainwashed by this, by religion. And so I was starting to discover like a different story with everything. And we had sex. Uh, And I've never in my life had the feeling I had. Where I like, as soon as we were done, we were both, it was like one of those, you know, to not get too graphic, it was one of those like, we both finished the same time, you know, everything was perfect. Um, And I looked at her and I was like, you're pregnant. And I didn't even hardly know what I was saying, but I was like, you're pregnant and it's a boy. And she was like, what? And I held on and I got to, mind you, I got, do you know, I have two girls. Everybody's telling me I can only have girls, this and that. And I I never thought either of them were going to be boys. I never had the feeling. So, we're going through, we're going through, uh, I, that's when I started meditating a lot. So I, I like, like I'm saying, I felt like I I caught something, like, you know, time's not linear, like like it's a wheel. And I maybe caught a memory that I already knew this happened, right? And so it was just so strong in me, dude, where I, I convinced me, like I already named him. I named him like, like a week after because I had happened to be diving into like the hidden books of Solomon and finding out this, weird history of King Solomon, like, uh, getting a ring of power and, and, and being able to control and investigate demons. It was just this crazy story where I was really touched by it. So I was like, his name's going to be Solomon. So we go to, we go to the doctor appointments and everything, and Meg wants to do a gender reveal. You know, they're super popular now. And so we didn't get, I didn't look. And we didn't get to tell, but uh, we were gonna do this thing where we blow up Tannerite. They were um, Jody knew. Jody was the one who the doctor told what the sex was gonna be, and we were gonna shoot it and find out and and stuff like that. So we went to Happy Valley, and by that time, dude. I mean, because I had already known. Like I, I don't, I can't explain. It, it wasn't like I was. I had a good feeling. I just, for some reason, in my mind, I knew. I knew that he was a boy and so we we go to i'm going to shoot the tannerite and she's got a fucking photographer there like it's a big deal for meg i shoot and the photographer is like when you shoot it you guys got to turn around because i'm behind you and i'm gonna take the picture you guys kissing and the smoke's gonna be behind you and all this and that and i i shot it and i wasn't even like i was so in the zone being afraid to miss i wasn't worried about like what is my baby gonna be like i already knew it was a boy and i already knew his name and uh when I shot it, the bang was so loud. I don't know if you've ever shot Tannerite, but it, was, it sounded like a bomb. Boom! And I was so shocked by that sound, and just like, oh my god, that was awesome, that I was just staring, staring, where Megan had to shake me and be like, Isaiah, we gotta take the picture. I turned around and I didn't even know, like I, already, I didn't notice the smoke until uh, somebody ran up and was like, it's a boy, or something like that. And I was, It was like this surreal moment where I had already known And I honestly think that that is is because I had like just started opening certain like passageways in my head where I do, dude. I think you can, I think you can, I think it's like kind of like an X-Men thing where we could all harness something useful where maybe we're all not this superhero that can fucking levitate, read minds, fucking speak with telepathy. Maybe, maybe there's just one good gift you got, but... Maybe you can find it that way. Maybe it's a million
0: ways. Have you ever heard of a show called Fringe? -uh. Um, Nuh-uh. F-R-I-N-G-E. That's how you spell Fringe, right?
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: So, yeah, Fringe. In the show Fringe, um, there's these people... What the fuck are they called? The Observers... And the observers are part of the first people. Ooh. And observers don't live in time the way we do. Right. This is where you were talking about how time is like a circle. Yeah. And they, they actually talk about this in French. This is why, like, the big mainstays of their sci-fi show. Mm. It, it, like, time isn't, like, it doesn't even exist like we right. think it does. Right. And these observers, um, like, you don't know how old they are because they don't exist in time. They're in all time, all the time. Does that make sense? Yes. They're at every point in time, all the time. Yes. They can look at whatever point in time they want. You know, they can be there. Like, to them, it's it's like they're reading it like the Matrix. You know what I mean? That's crazy and in the show Fringe it's obviously about fringe science like you know on un- like stuff that people have theories of and in the show they you know they of course figure out how to do it but it's a lot of just um crazy mind power stuff like uh oh. they get into like um government testing on people cause that's what the show is basically about like there's these like, that shit's these true as fuck dude government tested kids and like there's one girl that just Else and they harness her little, like, power. And because of it, she can, like, see into other dimensions. Because mm-hmm. in Fringe, there's multiple... It's, a, it's very hard to follow show. But there's multiple dimensions in Fringe. And so, like, you know, I mean, there's other versions of other people everywhere, like, you know, that just, you know, have different outcomes and shit. Jeez. But because of that, she can, like, tap into this stuff. Like, she can see into other realms and shit it's pretty I don't know it's just pretty interesting because like your uh, your thoughts on things you know starting to get like a little more like undefined you know what I mean yeah and, and I wish I could tell you to just watch it and you would but it's a, it's a long show there's like four seasons every, every episode is an hour and there's like 20 episodes a season
1: where would I find it at? Is this
0: online? I mean, yeah, you could probably just order it online, but you just get the whole box set for probably $25 or something. But it's a, it used to be on, on Netflix, but they don't carry it anymore because only like a small group of people. Like, There's people that absolutely love the show. It's like a. Is it um, a cult film? It's like X-Files without aliens. Okay. I like He just kept all the conspiracies to, like, government mind control stuff. Yeah. It's like that, you
1: know? It's crazy. Yeah, I've, I actually dove in and researched some of, like, um, China's tests on their kids and how there was uh, certain whistleblowers that, I guess, were around the situation and saying that they had to, like, eradicate these kids because they got, you know, a little too good little too comfortable, little too powerful, and it was like, you know, because if you become the ultimate mind, who's going to control you? That's true. So, um, what, what is
0: uh, what's the movie where that happens? It's a bunch of, like, teenage kids, and then they get, they get powers. I can't think of it right now. I have the movie somewhere, but, but in that movie, inevitably, one of the teenagers kind of, like, the power goes to his head. And he starts, like, hurting people and just going crazy. And he gives, like, the kind of cliche line of saying, like, you know, when a lion eats a zebra, it doesn't feel bad for the zebra, you know? Yeah. Just
1: like, survival of the fittest kind of thing?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's what he says. He says, basically, I am the ultimate alpha predator in this planet now. Because, Damn, you know, I can fucking fly with my mind. Damn!
1: <laughs> he just went... He got all dark on that shit. Well, I mean, I imagine where there's a yin, there's a yang. I imagine oh, yeah, somebody he, could totally gets, use it for the darkness.
0: He, he gets defeated by, inevitably, by the person that doesn't seem as strong at first, but, like, is trying to do things for good's sake, you know?
1: And Yeah, you get that good and, story.
0: And, and then that person... Finds out that they're stronger Because, you know Because they're doing
1: good and Dude, so what's up? Doing it Let's do it, bro Let's become the The new X-Men Fuck it
0: Well, I mean, I don't think it I don't think it's I, I don't think it can go that crazy Maybe it can but What I if you can go Jedi, like then? What if we can go Jedi? I, what's Jedi? I don't watch I've never watched any Star Wars.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. <sighs> wow.
1: Well, base. I'll give you a rundown. Jedi. To be a Jedi, there's. It's the story. It's like all the other stories I've been saying. It's just the story of us. The Jedi is part of of a rebel. The rebels, basically, it's part of the order of these. They're kind of like space ninjas. And they have mind, they, 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 um, what is it? they find their mind and they, they learn to, to fight with their eyes closed and to feel the energies around them and, and one of their powers is they can walk by people and be like, like they'll wave their hand from front of them and be like, um, uh, I'm welcome here, I'm on the list or something and they'll be like, and you were leaving now and they'll just be like, oh welcome and you know, take off, that kind of deal where they can just like boom, get their mind, use, use their mind real quick and manipulate their mind and uh you know maybe we can get jedi on it or we you know you don't we don't we could lose our vision and and it would be all good or i don't know man i'm just spitballing i just uh you got me all fired up you know you got me got me with this daily zeitgeist telling me how it's fucking overrated fuck that i think it's the best i think it's it's that medicine i think there's other things too i think people need to bend their mind with uh, hallucinogens and I'm, I'm waiting for joey to get on here to really dive into that oh yeah he's big on that i think you get in in the right state of mind or at least looking for the right thing doing it for like a medicinal way where you're like i'm gonna go on a spiritual trip and you go and take take some of those magic mushrooms in the woods and bend your mind a little bit and get it out of that comfortable zone and You might not like it for a little while, but you're going to find, you're going to come back different in some way, and um, I don't know, I think, I I definitely know that it's not for everyone, but I think it's, I think there's a reason the Aztecs used to call the, the little gods, they would call their mushrooms, and how mushrooms are just. You know, they're the perfect recipe for for that that uh, that brain juice that gets you gets your mind working in a way where you're like, I what what? Get that bender. So you don't like?
0: And I've never, I have I've done it, but I've never really done it like that. Like I just did it for for fun, and it just seemed like I got super really weed high to me oh really that's kind of what like you know when you're super young and you get high and you get the giggles
1: yeah did that's you do uh,
0: what happened to me for like 45 minutes oh an hour.
1: did you did, you didn't take very many did you no yeah that's see that you, you got a you got a quick little you, you like did a micro dose or whatever Now you go and you take like a like a half a quarter Maybe a quarter. But may, you eat like five or six shroom, full shrooms, caps, and 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 stuff, and you'll go on a little bit of a journey where you're. If like I said, it could be scary, or if you're if you're doing it for the right reason, it might still be scary, but you end up kind of in some quiet way getting your answer, or at least a, a nudge in the right direction. It's 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 crazy. Like I i'm gonna save the story for when me and joey are talking and maybe i can get joey down here or we can even get a three-way call or something because it's kind of hard to do but um i got a story with joey man where uh he took me on a journey with mushrooms and i had i was i was meditating and becoming becoming better but i was hanging on to an addiction and and, and it was, like, it, it was the one night that drug me out of that, where, it like, it was scary, it happening, but, like, that I got some kind of mental cleansing where it was like, oh, like, the next day I was just done, like, done. And it wasn't an easy addiction, it was a, it was a very ready one. But yeah, Joey, when me and Joey, when Joey gets on here, I'm going to have him kind of run through it with me because I, he was, he was tripping too, but, but what was going on with me and he, he's told me what he thinks it was and, and he has the, uh, like, it's going to be great. I can't even give enough away because it's going to be what he described to me and what I remember going on were pretty much the same in my head. It was, yeah, I'm giving away too much, but it was amazing. And that, it really helped me a lot, getting that mind bent. Kind of like how our mind's are already bent by certain ways we've been raised and things we've been taught, where you you kind of like that, that blacksmith and you're all,
0: bing, 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 get it back in spot. Is that kind of like in um, The Matrix when the little kid says, like, the key is to realize that, like, the spoon isn't even there. It's you bending around it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, have you ever seen the, uh, uh, what the freak name of the movie? Open Range. Have you ever seen the movie? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Kevin Costner?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's a badass part in that movie? It's a great movie. uh, they the guys all roll up on them the, the gang one by the crazy Irish or Scottish guy or whatever yeah and um so they all are just kind of like looking at each other and it's like a weird standoff and all of a sudden Costner just freaking like just steps forward and everybody's like what the fuck and he's like are you the one that that shot my friend and uh cause it's, he's like a real famous gun shooter guy and he's like yeah and, and I liked it, or something along those lines. And it's like before he was even done talking shit, Costner just pulled out his gun Damn. and shot him straight in the face. Yeah,
1: dude. And, and then just started shooting everybody,
0: and like it just turned into like one of the more epic gunfights, I think, ever in a Western-set
1: movie. Yeah, you know? I love fucking Costner, dude. One of my favorite. But yeah, I remember that. I remember a scene with him... Um, with the girl where he's like people are gonna die tonight or something like that and I'm gonna kill oh
0: them. that's right Sue was her name yeah, yeah Sue Sue and he says Sue men are gonna die tonight and I'm gonna kill them yep. cause he cause he really liked that girl but he was like a, like a classic um, American movie hero he's super flawed in the fact that he was kind of not a good guy for a good portion of his young life you know, yeah. he killed a lot of people and shit, and so like basically he was telling her like, hey, you know, I'm really not the person you think I am, and I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go like do the things that I'm good at. Yeah, I'm gonna go now, do my thing. And I might die.
1: You know? Yeah, I'm gonna go kill some motherfuckers. You know what? He was amazing in, and I know it's cliche, but it's just I, I one of my favorite movies of all time, easily. Easily top five. Dancing with Wolves, dude. Dancing with Wolves, dude. Oh my
0: god! I, I very, I can vaguely remember that movie. I was super young when I watched it. Oh my god,
1: dude!
0: Elementary school in in school. You gotta watch it again,
1: Berto. Especially if you like Last Samurai. Very
0: emotional movie.
1: You like Last Samurai, dude? So. And Last Samurai, I've, I said when I watched that because I was such a huge Dance with Wolves fan, I was like that was literally like the Asian Dance with Wolves.
0: but pr- probably, um, probably something to that. They probably both come from like some similar folklore that just told a bunch different different. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like it was, it's amazing. But Dancing with Wolves, Kevin Costner is so badass in that movie. And then the the people they use for the Native Americans, like there's this one guy. Um, oh shit, what the fuck is Wind, his name is Wind in His Hair and he uh, it's one, one of those classic scenes and they do it at the beginning and they do it at the end where uh, they first roll up on him because he gets stationed out um, in a post that's kind of right there on the frontier and he gets there and it's wiped out by Indians and so he's literally there alone like keeping post and, and writing, uh, writing in his journal and he uh He comes across these uh, Sioux Indians that are peaceful. They're peaceful Indians, but they obviously are tripping. They're like a white man on their prairie. And so uh, he eventually, like, coaxes them into talking. But when they first roll up on him, this dude wind in his hair looks like the classic badass warrior, dude. Like... Apache Sue whatever warrior, and he comes rolling up on him hard with a spear, and his face is all painted, and he's like screaming in Sue and the subtitle says like, uh, "Dude, I'm winning his hair. Um, I'm not, I'm not afraid of you. Do you see? I'm not afraid of you, and like I could kill you right now." And then he takes off. Well, anyways, they become best friends obviously through the movie after the costume, but at the end, it's this super emotional moment where he's leaving. Because he's not safe, uh, he you know he it's treason or whatever, and the white man moving in, so he's leaving the the clan with his his wife who happens to be half white or whatever, but uh. Uh, he's leaving. It's a super sad moment, and on the hill is that guy, and he's he's jumping up on his horse, and he's yelling at him again. But he's like, "I'm winning his hair," and he's like, "Do you know that you're my friend and that I love you?" And like, he goes through this whole like deep thing where I I almost get teared up just thinking about it. Dude, you got to watch that shit. And not and where the reason I even brought it up is you were talking about fight scenes, and there's some badass Indian wars in that shit and when the Indians the Indians save him from, from his brigade because he ends up getting caught by his, by his people and, and he's all like indian out and they're like whoa this guy went Indian and they're like treating him like shit and they, they end up like raiding the, the, uh, the army US army camp and, and wiping out a bunch of white dudes and saving him it's awesome yeah it sounds like a pretty good movie I might have to give it a, a look-see
0: because I am uh, a big Costner fan
1: yeah, it's non stop action. Like it's not it's not very slow. It it pretty much starts off with him like fighting in the civil war and then he gets shipped off to the frontier and it's go go go. He starts meeting the Indians and he like gets this dog and he 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 pretty much it's just cool, dude. You gotta watch it. I'm sure every single person who would ever listen to this podcast has watched it, so it actually shocked me, you being such a movie buff that you have not seen it.
0: I think that might be the, um, the myth you have about me is that I am a big movie buff. I think I've just saw, like, a, a kind of a, a couple odd movies that you and me both like. You know what I mean? Kind of random movies. But, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't have a great, like, knowledge of movies, you know? Have I'm you ever seen of, the like, Predators? Movies. The who? Predators? Oh, The Predator is one of my favorite movies.
1: See, I've never seen that.
0: The original Predator is pretty badass. I mean, the amount of cargo loading alone on that set is just. Sorry, that's sunny in Philadelphia joke. Do you remember that? (laughs) Where they watch Predator every weekend, and Mac always talks about it. (laughs) it, In the show, it's it's a lot of like uh you know homosexual things (laughs) they're making about Mac, but it is true. It's like an all star lineup of like muscle dudes.
1: Yeah, no, it was a. Who was it? It Had Apollo Creed, Jesse. uh, Yeah, I
0: was gonna say uh, Jesse the Body, Apollo Creed. Arnold Schwarzenegger, some random huge Indian guy. Oh, yeah,
1: the guy who cuts his chest. I have seen most of that. I probably had, that, pro, that one I probably did watch all of it, because I do remember a lot of it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I like it because it's just an 80s action movie. It's not like some um, great film or anything, you know?
1: Yeah, they, I think they went better with the film in the second one with Danny Glover. Because then it yeah. made the predator more of like a a horror flick guy.
0: Yeah, and when it it's pretty genuinely like scary as a young kid. The predator, fuck the, yeah, the predator dude was so beast. He I was mean, he so even beast. made Schwarzenegger look like a punk.
1: Yeah, and his fucking when he take his mask off, Jesus.
0: Oh uh, yeah, and then when Arnold's hiding in the mud because the predator sees an infrared. Yeah. T- yeah and so he covers himself in cold mud so that he can't be seen yup and he has a little trap and he's waiting for the predator to like step into his trap but he's too smart and that's what Arnold says one of like the most quoted Arnold things ever he says go on and do it do it now <laughs> <laughs> and it's like people say that all the time I don't even think they know where it's from
1: oh my god you did it well too <sighs> Do it again. Yeah, you know, we're, we're relatives. Do it now.
0: <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, <sighs> dude. Predators, that's, Predator, that's a classic. So, what are you? How were your feelings on the original Ghostbuster?
1: You're gonna hate me. You
0: haven't seen the original
1: Ghostbuster. I haven't seen any of them.
0: Not even Ghostbusters two. Nope.
1: I to them, them, but I But mm-hmm. I love the song.
0: Well, what about Ghostbusters the cartoon?
1: I do remember that, yeah. I, but I was a kid. Yeah. But I do remember watching that a lot. Dude, you. Speaking of weird cartoons, maybe you, because you kind of grew up in this era. Do you remember the uh, old? It was old, dude, because I was young. But it was a cartoon called Cops, and it was like, yeah, it was nah, like, cops and it was, and they were like superhero cops where they had, there was a black guy named something, I can't remember his name there was a, a guy who shot a rocket, his name was Mace there was a guy who like shot an arm out of it, like his arm extended like uh he, they called him, long, I think it was something like long arm or something stupid but um, yeah there was like there was like, I think a, a team of cops, it was semi futuristic where the cars looked like DeLorean's and they had these superheroes and the and the boss was a classic Italian boss who would talk like this,
0: see? Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're gonna get him, see?
0: You remember that? <laughs> no, I, d- I definitely don't. Oh, I did like your your nineteen twenties gangster accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not a hard one to do, dude.
0: Yeah, no, you just say C at the end. Yeah. And you pretty much you got
1: it. Yeah, see? Yeah, a lot of yeahs and
0: a lot of C's. Yeah, you
1: see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a fun one to talk like. Yeah,
0: no yeah, I, I think that uh, I think I need to brush up on that and start putting that
1: into my game a little bit more. Yeah, dude. Like going going to drive it or uh drive thru and be like I'll take uh Chase McNuggets McNuggets, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know what fuck um, a fucking Cheese McNugget is. Jesus.
0: Cheese <laughs> McNugget. Where
1: was I going?
0: Oh, my God. So, do you remember uh, last time we were on there at the very... Uh, last time we were doing one of these chingaderos? Um, yeah. Um, remember right before we left and I mentioned the life and times of Tam? Yes. And whatever happened to that, it was such a freaking, uh, like, a witty show.
1: Dude, and you know what? Before you even get into that, you had a, you did perfect. Like drop, you dropped life and times of him, and you hung up. And I was like, ah, oh! and I was like talking for like five minutes, and then I was like, oh, he's not even on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to edit that. Sh- I had to edit. I'm exaggerating with five minutes, but I had to edit like another shit. I don't know, probably forty seconds, fifty seconds of me like. Going like so happy you brought that up, and then I was like, Oh, he hung up. He did the classic exit, just bam! (laughs) Five times a Tim, done. I'm like, Oh my god! But yeah, that show was, dude, I was, I actually introduced Megan to that the other, uh, maybe a couple months ago. Oh, where did you find it? You can watch, they have this weird thing on YouTube where you can watch them. In shitty situations, like they'll they'll play they'll play them in reverse. Not in reverse, but like, you know, the only thing you have to deal with is like the credit scenes. It'll say it like backwards. Oh, weird. Yeah, uh, so you can watch certain episodes. There was definitely wasn't a lot that I could go through, but we watched probably a good six seven episodes. We saw the one with the priest and <laughs> how he got all drunk and was telling him to to speak up at the wedding and be like it would be really funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, you're yeah, gonna say I actually <laughs> actually have a uh, file on the computer with all the episodes of Life and Times of I was gonna
1: say you you've had them not for not very, a while.
0: Yeah, it's not very big. You could you could easily transfer it onto your 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 laptop or whatever.
1: My device. That's uh, some that's some a show that nobody knows about, dude. And I wouldn't yeah. know about it if it wasn't for you.
0: Well, yeah, that's the weird thing, too, is, like, I never had HBO to watch it, I just found it in this weird, like, um, time that I went through when I didn't have cable for, like, 10 years, and everything I watched was just through these uh, illegal download places, and so, like, I didn't have any filters on, like, what I chose to watch. It was it was really weird. I feel like that's when I found some of the coolest shows that I've ever watched. Like, that's what made me start watching Sunny in Philadelphia. No, Like, was. their ads. Yeah, like, their ads and everything on TV and, like, watching it live. Like, they could never get me and it never interests me. I even tried to watch it a couple times. But, like, with commercials and shit, I just couldn't. It just didn't do the same effect for me. And then I started watching it, like, binge style. And I just fell in love with it.
1: Oh, my gosh that's fucking awesome I know I used to get down with that too man it's been a while since I pirated some shit
0: <laughs> well yeah and it's not even for like the the pirating part like you know I was never doing it oh no
1: of course to, not
0: but it's just because it's like the the kind of entertainment options you get are crazy Yeah. you know what I mean I used to watch British shows all the time I, remember. I used to watch this show called Quite Interesting which was just like the wittiest of boringest, weirdest British version of, like, Jeopardy <laughs> with, with no scores. Like, the guy who kept score um, gave out points based on nothing at all. Yeah, I mean, he just decided how many points to give somebody. And it's like, <laughs> he would just give somebody, like, 500 points at the end and just make them a winner. But, like, basically he would just talk about all these weird facts and you had to just chime in and either be super funny or know about the fact that he's talking about
1: oh that's actually a good idea
0: yeah and so like it, it, so like the guests were usually like two comedians and then like one of them like one of them was like a normal guy that was almost always was there and then like one was kind of like a rotating random guest yeah. and then there was always like two smart people and then one of them was like kind of a normal person that's on every other episode or something and then like kind of a random celebrity or something but it was a it was just such a good show like you you would have you would have liked it because British humor is so dry with like no punchlines. lines yeah and it's like it's really hard to pick up where the joke even happens sometimes you know
1: <laughs> yeah I like that shit
0: but yeah but it's just so good because it's like a it's such a it's like a such a smart show for super well-read people and I'm like kind of lazy and uh and you learn a lot of like crazy facts on there because you know they just talk about science and shit
1: fucking science i love it
0: they had they had the first um, running robot on there his name was nintendo yeah it stands for something but yeah he was on there it was like the first robot they've ever made that can run forward and have both of its legs off the ground at the same time because that's like what science is classified as running yeah when you're moving forward and you know, there is some point when, none of you, are, you know, you are not touching the ground at all.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's
0: a pretty good show, and the, like I can't think of the guy's name that r- runs it, but he's some gay British guy, some fat guy. But he's like, once you see him, like he's been, a, he always represents a smart British guy in movies. Like,
1: that's what oh, he's okay. Talking. I almost already know who you are talking about.
0: It's yeah, like kind of some chubby,
1: tall British guy mm-hmm. with, with round. British Glasses. Yeah. Do you ever watch um, The Chase?
0: The Chase?
1: Yeah, it's a game show. It's, I guess it's based off a British show called The Beast, and it's this guy who is, they call him The Beast, and he's like at the top of this thing, and, these, and the, there's a team of people who have to uh, go against him in, in, in uh, what do they call it, like uh, what you're saying, Trivia just random trivia and shit, and uh, it's pretty interesting, I like that shit, because he's kind of a, he's a big dude, big cocky British dude, it's not the guy you're talking about for sure, but but he looks like the beast, and he's super, you know, he's super cocky, he's constantly talking shit to them, like, you're not going to do well on this, you know, I'm going to eat you right up, and stuff like that, and he definitely does win more than he loses, that's for sure.
0: That's funny. I I can kind of picture the American show that you're talking about. Yeah,
1: it has uh, some actress. I can't remember her name. She's from I think she's in Shallow Hal. Um she she's in a lot of movies. I just can't pic- picture her name. Um but she's the host and uh she's constantly like, you know, Trying to talk shit to the beast too for the custom for the contestants, it's, they got their little relationship of Beauty and the Beast, but it's an interesting show and and the guy is definitely pretty fucking smart and it, it is super timed like, you know the when they're going they do this thing called the chase at the end where whoever got to the level they get to team up and and. Two against one or three against one depending or one against one depending on who made it through and at that point you have i think a uh, minute 30 to answer as many questions as you can so you're just pass pass or spitballing and when he gets on a run dude that guy will just be like poof, poof, like answer 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 and it's like they people gotta they gotta get like 20 30 answers to to be even ready for him because he'll get on this roll where it's like oh shit but he's so much better than them that they have this rule where if he misses one, the clock stops and the team gets to get a chance to answer. And if they they answer right, he moves back a space. But it's pretty crazy. You might like that if you like the trivia shit.
0: Yeah, it actually reminds me of a um, show that used to come on ESPN called Stump the Schwab.
1: Yeah, I, I remember that too. Something like that. I don't, didn't watch it too much, but I think it was kind of the same uh, premise. Well, Berto, that was a really good podcast, man. This is going to be the first podcast that I can name Meditation. So you can name it? Yeah, it's going to be, that's just going to be the name, Meditation. Oh, man. Or, or it might even be Meditation is not overrated.
0: That oh, that might be a better title.
1: Well, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. But um you got a rant for the end, my friend? You, you used your pass.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't use my pass last time. I don't really have a rant, man. I'm pretty much okay with the shittiness of everything right now. <laughs>
1: I don't either, man. I think we're just gonna kill it then. I mean, I'm not okay with it. You know, I could rant. I could, I could rant, but, but uh, I had a pretty, uh, pretty interesting and good day, so I'll let it ride. So go raiders, go flat earth, go meditation, go, um, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> you know. I gotta come up with more like one-liners because you always hit me with that strong same message, and I feel like I'm jumping all over the map here. I talk about like I said one time, and like, times the Tim another time, and I need to get on some solid message,
1: dude. You so I'm you gonna have to work on that. You are on a solid message, man. You are uh, like it's been it's been awesome talking to you on this level, because before we didn't, I mean, we would talk, but, it like, we're, we're Raiders, so it was hard to not be in that zone, so when you get, I know you've had conversations with A-Dub, and, and like, Joey, and stuff like that, and I've had these same conversations, but having them with you has been pretty awesome. It's been pretty cool, because well, you tickle my mind in different ways.
0: I, yeah, I definitely uh, appreciate having somebody talk about weird shit like this, because I feel like, uh, like, basically, since Austin died, like, I've just been, like, pent up for years on wanting to talk about weird shit. that doesn't make no sense and that I don't understand. And I just <laughs> want to talk about it because I don't understand it and it doesn't make any sense to me, you
1: know? Yeah, and I just love it because it's just so much more interesting than the fucking shit that we could be talking about. <laughs> like... uh <laughs> You know, not like the Raiders, trust me, When football season, wait till football season happens, and then we'll start having some, we'll, I'll make a whole new channel, and we can, we'll, we'll, we'll rant like a motherfucker, because that's when, that's when I have most of my firepower right now.
0: Yeah, you know what, that's going to be my rant, actually, right here, oh, like, I'm, remem- I'm remembering back now, and we did a podcast, like three podcasts ago or something, and you edited out all my Raiders talk. I did. I had like, yeah, man. I had like a 15 minute raider rant, and you you put it right to where I was talking about aliens. Well, if
1: I if I (laughs) if I edited if I edited it like that, then it must have been a sound thing, (coughs) because that's usually what happens. That's usually what happens because I'm not a not a producer.
0: Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, actually, because it was that one that we were on for, like, freaking an hour and 40 minutes or something.
1: Yeah, and and I think... like, the very first
0: part was, like, a bunch of Raiders.
1: Yeah, and I think that was me, like, getting here and and getting the sound right, because I I, I notice now, like, I've done this enough now where I can see what's happening as far as the recording, and I can see, like, the levels that I want just by what I'm seeing it record as opposed to like doing sound checks and hearing it because it it ends up sounding really different for some reason but so now i got it dialed in but before it was it would take a little while for me to and i pushed record before i even dialed it in you know the funny thing is is that was the very same
0: episode that you told me that that was the first time you did some kind of intro before you called me yeah and it was gone too also didn't make the airwaves
1: yeah it was gone (laughs) Yeah, it was gone too because of the sound. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. I'm you pretty know,
0: sure. I, I can't I can't wait until we figure out some way to just put the audio from your phone into your computer. There's got to be a way. Like it can't be that hard. I'm gonna try to figure
1: it out. Well, dude, that's what Berto. There's a reason that there's Izzy and Berto, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, like, this world, what were we talking about? Fucking time is not linear. So check this out. This show, or whatever it is we do, I'm going to call it a movement, but it needs the people that were put there to do it. And we've been wanting to do a show for quite some time, and, and I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to anything computers. The fact that I can even post a podcast that sounds this shitty is pretty good. Like, it's pretty good that I'm even able to put something out there that isn't just... show i think it would i think they would love it i think that, i think point, that we need to we need to be able to um <laughs> do you have those <laughs> still uh
0: i don't know what happened to the really long like hour one yeah but i got i got some stuff i do i got some files somewhere with some stuff but the problem is is like was just dumb and I just uh, I, I left all the stuff on Vito because I thought it would always be there I thought it would be like YouTube right. and it got shut down and like that's where I had just left a lot of the videos mm. you know what I mean I just stored them there basically right and never made my own copy well dude we, and that that site's like, been taken just, down now for like five years this, this pretty much
1: has become that Izzy and Berto. Um,
0: no, and there's, no, no. A pretty, there's a pretty big difference. <laughs> no, i just not up. It's not just the Raider part. Izzy and Berto was strictly like a Raiders thing that just got off topic sometimes.
1: Yeah, it did. Um, it got very off topic. There
0: was, there was a factor that both of us were making an extremely concerted effort to get drunk as shit while we were
1: recording it yeah we had even talked about having a camera on the bottle like fast forwarding
0: yeah no that was yeah if you did like a time lapse of the episode you would just see the bottle like (laughs) and and it used to get me so much and it still makes me like smile inside my heart dude berto you hate whiskey. <laughs> <I can't laughs> you would just sit there and just take shots
1: of it with me, dude. I know. And I I, like, I can't shoot shot. whiskey, dude. Like I'm, I can't. Uh, I can drink. I love whiskey. Like whiskey and coke. That's most of the time my go to drink. But, but a shot of it is so fucking oh, uh,
0: terrible. I, I don't even like to take a shot of it either. The whole reason we were doing the shots thing is I just like the reaction. So, <laughs> like a human taking a shot of whiskey. <laughs> you know? oh my God. It's not like a smooth like thing. You know?
1: Well, really dude, crazy. I told you that I fell on my face after one of the podcasts. All we got to do is get Berto oh, yeah. here, and we can do that. Well, I don't know. You have, uh, you have to drive. Well,
0: that's, just, that's the thing, though. I'm not.
1: no it's not it's well
0: sometimes it sneaks up on you bro yeah but that's just hard I can't do that anymore my body doesn't like it yeah (laughs) like the days afterwards and the night of trying to sleep and oh my god I just feel horrible thinking about it but you know what's funny is um, I listened to your uh, Me Familia one yeah uh, on the way home what did you think was that too much it, it, it was actually pretty serious it was like a uh, um, you know like a serious version of your podcast like you know usually a lot, lot more humor involved
1: yeah
0: but I definitely liked uh, you know I, I, I like to listen to it because I mean I can relate um, I don't have nearly as big of a family as you but I can definitely relate we're from the same town like you know yeah and family all you know kind of kind of stray down those same wrong paths and stuff
1: yeah yeah big time I know <laughs> when I when I did it after I did it I was like oh man should I delete it I don't want to then. Uh, no,
0: I, I, I don't I mean I think it was I think it was good for, for you like you obviously had some stuff you wanted to get off your chest and I think
1: definitely that's, defi- that's the number one thing that this thing is for me actually and it's it's just uh, but I, I lightened the mood with my dad though didn't I <laughs> yeah
0: no but that, that's why actually the whole thing I, I brought it up is you, you told your dad and you're like, "Hey, so we're we gonna party or what?" And the first thing I thought of, dude, was Prestige whiskey <laughs> and doing Izzy and <laughs> Oh my gosh! Whiskey too.
1: He loves the Prestige, man. Oh
0: yeah, now we've had many conversations about it.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. You know what I love about my dad, and I wanna—I'm trying. He's totally down to do a podcast. He's even down to come down here and do it, which I think would be awesome. You
0: know? You know what I am a little disappointed about?
1: Hmm.
0: In your... You didn't talk about the Raiders with them one time.
1: Oh, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: you didn't even say, like, oh, by the way, Gruden's back. Um, Raider Nation lives again, and uh, all's right in the world. I know.
1: And you know what? Berto damn, dude, I'm a shitty fan, huh? Well, I'd say you're probably more of a shitty son. No, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, I probably am did, that too. You
0: didn't even, you didn't even talk Raiders with your dad, dude. Come on.
1: I know, dude. What would, would that...
0: have frightened up his day more than you guys talking about Gruden. Thinking back to the glory days of innocent Izzy and the freaking bright-eyed optimism.
1: His his literal like Raider Gruden. egg.
0: Yeah, and he would have thought back to, oh, yeah, man, life was better then. Gruden's going to change the world again.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I don't know, dude. My dad, you think that I've lost some fire? It's it strange that my dad didn't say something, to be honest.
0: Well, yeah, no, I was thinking of that, too, but at the same time, your your dad um, is a, I don't know how to put it, like uh, he's definitely distanced himself. On the Raiders.
1: Yes, he's very bitter. Yeah, he's he's, he's gone through a long. For t- he's got the same argument I do, where he's like, "Dude, gone through a lot of shit for these fuckers." <laughs> <laughs> You know, It doesn't sound like you do, but you commit emotionally, man. And it's like, oh God, I, like the my Raider love is a strong fucking love, dude. And when I constantly get heartbroken, especially when they like Raider, like in my era, like going through the Campbell years and then Al D- Davis dying and going right into the shithole again, like those kind of ups and downs, man, they really fucked with me. <laughs>
0: You know, I've I've definitely been there. Um, I remember when the Raiders came to um, to Arizona, the famous Janikowski field oh goal game. Oh my God!
1: Yes, I went to oh, that. That was my first Raider game I went to.
0: Yeah, and I remember I was gonna go to that game. I had already saved money. I was just waiting for the tickets to become available. And then the preseason happened, and the Raiders sucked so bad, and I was like, Oh man. I don't know I don't know I'm holding off let me see how this goes and then after the first game the Raiders looked so freaking bad that I was like you know what like I'm not going to this game I'm not going to give these son of a bitches any of my money (laughs) like I am so angry right now that I don't even want to you know what I mean I don't want to go to this shit I don't want to support it it's like I feel like I had got like betrayed by the government of the Raiders
1: Yeah, yeah, you get that, like, you don't want to be supportive.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, like, I just feel like, yeah, like, they're not even putting the same effort I'm putting into this, and I'm just some dude sitting on my couch, so. Damn, bro.
1: Yeah, it's been disgusting, but I feel like right now is the time I should be super, like, pumped, but maybe you're right, man. Maybe I'm just on my silly soul.
0: You You know what I think? It is. Hmm. Is I think you just had too many conversations with me, and, like, I finally won you over. I brought you to the dark side. Oh. The dark side of of hate.
1: Dude, you you swallowed my light, man. I did. Oh, my God.
0: Because, you gotta admit, it was like a steady, like, five-year bombardment of, like, (laughs) you would call super happy telling me all this stuff that you were excited about (laughs) and and I would just let you say it all and then I would just come in with everything that I hated about the Raiders Yeah, why they just pissed me off Yep, and you would always
1: be like, yeah, I don't know, but, and, I'd, uh, and then I'd be holding my little Raiders lunchbox with my eyes filling up with tears, looking at you, and you'd, you'd be telling me why that's the stupidest lunchbox ever, and I'd be like, no, man, and I would feel sorry for you, because I'd be like, no, just wait, we're going to reach glory, my friend, just wait, this is how it's going to go, and now I'm like, you're right.
0: I you kicked it down the hole. Me. You used, used to tell me to put my eye patch on.
1: I would, <laughs> dude, and I would get all fiery too with you. Like, what are you talking about? Get in, you better get with the boat, man, or the ship is leaving, bro.
0: You acted like I was insulting meditation. I
1: did. I got aggressive. I, did. I totally forgot about that.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, my God, I did. I would, man. And it would come from the heart, too. I'd be like, no, you're not going down. We're, we're right there, man. The sales are going to pick up. Here we go. This is why. Let me tell you no, why. And then i go on something like half-heartedly, literally not fully believing, but I would just, if I can convince him, I can convince myself.
0: It, it was kind of like that point in, um, in Rocky. Like, you would... I, I would be so negative, and you'd be like, "Yeah, you know, you're kind of right." But what do you, you know? What do you want me to say? You, you want me to say I'm afraid? Yeah, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love one of my favorite. It's the same, same, uh, same one to uh, Rocky Three when he's like. When he's like, no, he like slows down the run, or they're in the they're in the ring. That's what they're doing. They're sparring, and he's fucking him up. Paulo's fucking him up, and he's like, tomorrow we'll start tomorrow. He's like, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Ooh, that's a good scene. If it is, you know.
0: Rocky uh, definitely gets
1: you fired up. No, oh, my favorite if, movie of all time. You man. Oh yeah, know,
0: that's what you were saying. Rocky four or Rocky one.
1: Yeah, Rocky One is, is my favorite movie, like movie movie, because I like I nobody affects me like Rocky Balboa, like his story. I just love the guy. But Rocky Four is like that '80s action movie that that's my kind of '80s action movie.
0: Yeah. But I, I was a like huge Rocky, Stallone
1: sucker, though. I liked over the top a lot too.
0: Rocky Four for you is what Predator is for Mac. <laughs> exactly,
1: it was too. You got like Dolph Lundgren, uh, Apollo sure Creed, and Rocky all ripped.
0: Yeah, you got Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, and freaking Carl Weathers. Uh, Carl Weathers, yeah, X Raider. X Raider, dude. That's true, but he was only on like the the preseason team or something. Stop it,
1: like that. Al Davis said it once. Once a Raider, always a Raider.
0: that's true oh man you're going to get me sidetracked because I was really getting into that but did you see the um, you probably haven't um, but there's a clip of of Randy Moss telling all these fans that he he's not a raider and he'll never be a raider he never was a raider what yeah well I think that
1: rule goes where uh, it is you do have an opt out if you're a player like you don't want to be a Raider. You're not a Raider. So bye bye.
0: Yeah, well, I just think it's um for me it was like silly and like one of the more like moronic things to say because like he always tells people, oh, I'm always a Patriot, and it's like, um, bro, you're with the Patriots for two years and then they cut you. Yeah, and, you were always you know a I mean? Viking. Yeah, and then like. They went on to win a Super Bowl after you left.
1: Yeah, you, you literally know? went. You didn't get paid. You went and 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 jumped into a Ferrari and got a ring.
0: Yeah, well, he, I mean... Broke a record. The, the, that year, that hit, the, one of those years was like the best receiver year like ever put together. Yeah, it was he like record-breaking. something insane, record. like 24 touchdowns on like 75 catches or something. Something stupid,
1: yeah. There was literally like not unfair,
0: yeah. He, he, uh, Brady he, had like four, he had four touchdown catches and a half multiple times that season.
1: That's crazy. Fuck Randy Moss, but, uh, dude. But
0: yeah, but the, the thing is, is like that he was trying to be so like, um, trying to put down the Raiders fans. That were there, just you know what I mean? Because probably some of them were saying, once well, a raider, always a raider or something. And you know, but it, like to for your stance to be that you're a patriot, it's like, oh uh, no, bro, they like that girl dumped you. Yeah, that that's weird shit You know what I mean? <laughs> that, can't, that can't be your she used you know, you, bro. life, love. She's married to some other dude. You know yeah, what I
1: mean? she used you, man
0: exactly she used you and still looking back on it like it was all fond you know and it's not like you ever hear Belichick saying oh yeah he's a he represents the patriots and what we stand for you know
1: no he literally was like and this might sound racist but he was like that little slave they bought
0: oh yeah no he probably he probably dropped an N-bomb I could see Belichick in his private life definitely drop an N-bomb yeah on
1: and yeah, that's crazy. Well, fuck Randy Moss. Fuck Warren Sapp.
0: Wow, um, oh, that's, my, that's my all-time worst hated Raider, yeah. Warren Sapp. Oh, Warren Sapp, never for happened. sure.
1: Who else, if you were to say fuck an X raider who else would you think?
0: Well, the first one that comes to mind, even though he grew on me and definitely helped the Raiders win... I hated Bill Romanowski, and then oh, when I came but over, he's such a he came over, he really good, and he did good things. But I could never get over the fact of how much I hated him. Yeah, on other teams. But the thing is, is now he's like a—he's one of these guys like once a Raider, always. Yeah, raider. he's a—he's like, like, like the Randy Moss version. Yeah, like he, he didn't, didn't, didn't start football
1: till he was a Raider. It feels like now, like it's—you know—he's yeah, a Raider
0: Now, now like he—he. He, does romo rants like once a week where it's always about the raiders yeah like you know yeah and he, he is speaking of good speeches he has like a a little segment on one of these shows that he does mm-hmm. where like he basically gives a speech to the team after each game and dude those things are pretty badass really yeah like they're uh like, some of them get corny because, like, he's on the spot and they make him do it every week. But some of them come, like, so from in the heart. Like, you could tell that, like, he's literally just, like, he thinks he's back in the locker room right now. And like, he's ready to freaking
1: smash some dude in the face and eye gouge him and fucking bite his finger off. Damn.
0: Because you know that dude was dirty as hell. You remember when he, like, freaking hyperextended Sterling Sharp's arm? I don't know if you remember. It was a random play, but like he Sterling Sharp was trying to catch a pass, and he like reached back behind them. Yeah. And like when he tackled him, he went to the ground and just like straight up arm barred him, <laughs> and like just totally dislocated his arm and like bent it the wrong way, and like he went out of his way to do it. You know. Yeah. He not to that mention
1: joke. he like ended that that backup tight end's career. Remember in training camp, he knocked that guy yeah. out, broke his jaw. Yeah,
0: he, yeah he, yeah, he just went over and, like, cold cocked him <laughs> after practice. Damn. And he, like, shattered bones in his face. Yeah, literally, he never like, again. never
1: played again. Yeah. The guy was just done. Well, I I love him, though. I love him for that. Yeah. I, I like the nastiness. I mean, we made the video, man, coming soon. Which, once we get on, once we get on, uh, you know, where we're, where we're doing YouTube, we'll, we'll hopefully be able to be running clips, too, whatever we want, and that'd be nice. That,
0: yeah, well, you know you what? Know. I think that um, maybe you should uh, throw up a little link, because you can put comments in your episodes, and in those comments you could just paste a link. Maybe you should... Uh, oh,
1: and, uh, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, to the video?
0: Yeah, the, the one where, uh, that was the intro to the show. Yeah, In it's the coming why? soon.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Yeah.
0: Dun, dun. And the one that ends with you saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> sorry.
1: We're sorry about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody that ever watched that always asks me, what is he sorry about? Oh, my God. That was drunken Izzy. Oh, yeah. No, but you weren't all the way drunk. You are still pretty lucid at that point. You were just so fired up. I was man. fired up, dude. I was ready. You remember that little apartment?
1: And oh, yeah. I was thinking about it the time. other day, actually.
0: Yeah, it was such a small little freaking, like, apartment, but I don't know, for whatever reason, I had a lot of good times there.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I loved it, going up. I, I, I can picture it now, fucking so going, driving my car over there, my truck, and, and seeing the big Raider thing in the, it on your porch and third floor or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah, and that's funny. My apartment was, like, right the gate, but it was on the third floor, so when people came over, I would throw my keys Yeah, you just
1: tossed me so down they your could, key so
0: I could get in the gate to the
1: apartment. Yeah, we'd grab some little Caesars on the way, fucking bam. Dude, it was, uh, I
0: don't know, like a, I was so, uh, I was so raided out and bachelor padded out then. Yeah. It's like my my living room was basically like a studio. It was like a, a raider cave, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was perfect for it, yeah. Dude, we could have actually really done that. No problem in that place.
0: Yeah, you know, if we weren't so busy just like getting super drunk and doing drugs back then.
1: Yeah, we we could have
0: put out some pretty good content. Because back then I was I was definitely more in the game. I was like I knew how to use my computer a little bit more up to like current standards and you know? Yeah. And uh and like that the little setup I had we could watch ourselves on the TV yeah. so that we could have something to look at so that we were looking at the camera and then also so we could see what we're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. people are seeing.
1: Yeah, you had it all set up where you throw it on your big screen. Yeah
0: and, yeah, and then I had my little monitor on the side and that's where I used to pump in all the, you know, random Raider clips and stuff like that.
1: And how were we recording, dude? Were we just recording
0: like on- we were, we were recording everything on Vito because back then. No, I mean our
1: phones or what were we doing?
0: Yeah. Okay. Through the camera on our phone, we would just record it to Vito or YouTube.
1: Oh yeah, that's when we were gonna do chest cam.
0: Oh yeah, we I we did do chest cam. <laughs> I definitely can't get that that video, but yeah, we did we did chest cam. I know. Remember, I I carved that fucking little piece of of foam core shit and like a necklace
1: that had a spot for my phone yeah see birthday, oh, we could, we could still wow. we could continue this dude we could still do this
0: we could still I, I, I do
1: all that can. shit especially like podcasts are so popular and what's really popular with uh, doing podcasts is like video logging and if you could do like chest cam video logging and you just add that to your podcast it, it makes you know people love that shit and that's not why I'm doing it to, to for sell, sell, sell. But, I mean, it's just fun to do. Putting out content is just fun. It's just, I think it's just a good release. And if somebody does it where they're being, like, you know, not putting on a show, but they're just literally just recording their life and shit, I, it's super interesting.
0: You know what I do miss doing is taking my phone to a bar and just um, live. Live broadcasting everybody in the bar to people on the internet <laughs> and just you know what I mean like, yeah I remember. Like sitting, just sitting next to like some random you know old people getting drunk and putting a camera on them <laughs> I remember people caught me several times and some of the people got super offended really like why are you recording me what are you doing oh uh, man I was like, oh and I had to explain to him well I'm not actually recording you I'm just straight up like playing everything you do to people live in real time (laughs) and that would make even more like irritated oh my
1: god you would tell them that
0: yeah because they'd be like whoa because like I could see what was happening in their head they're like basically like whoa so everything I'm saying right now everybody's seeing I can't go back and erase this you know yeah
1: oh that's awesome
0: Yeah, but I used to sit there and and watch karaoke, man. Sometimes there was some good karaoke, so it was pretty interesting.
1: Dude, I dabbled. I remember dabbling in the the Margarita Margarita Bay, dude.
0: The Bay, yeah. The Bay was a good time. dude.
1: Dabbling in the Bay, dude.
0: I love karaoke, man. I got to have uh, a sage on one time so we could talk about sage's single years.
1: You know what you should do is have sage take Sage to Tombstone karaoke night record that and then have
0: him on oh yeah because Sage will straight up like when Sage first got single I don't, you don't, probably don't know him very well but he got married like super quick out of high school stayed married forever and then um his wife like started cheating on him yeah him, and married some other dude Ew. And uh, so he uh, so he went through like a little, little depressed time there. And so while he was with her, he had converted to a Baptist and was like real strict. Yeah, I know. I saw him. I
1: saw him at the First Baptist Church. That's my, yeah, that's Megan's church.
0: Yeah, he didn't do any anything like that. And so like the first couple times I went to go take him out, because like I could just tell like you know he just needed to like run into some girls and like you know loses distract himself a little bit. That's the best Cause he had medicine. Because he had never been in any environment like that before. You know what I mean? Even wow. back in high school, like, he he never was, like, a pick-up girls kind of thing. He's just sage. He's kind of, like, you know, he's kind of charming, so he would meet girls' natural ways, you know? So, like, he, I don't know. He'd just never been in, like, a single environment. And, like, so when I took him out, like, the dude used to get down on karaoke, like crazy and he didn't drink. He was there just freaking like full on you know 100% into a karaoke but not an ounce of liquor in him. Really? He, yeah, he went out and straight up like challenged young people to dance off with no liquor in his body.
1: Oh my god, that's a gem. There.
0: And the thing about it is it's like it's all heart. It's like trying to watch Rocky when a dance contest dude it's like he might not be the most skilled but like he is gonna try his freaking hardest <laughs> and he's not gonna give up and there's no like for him there's no embarrassment as long as you're trying your hardest <laughs> you know what I mean like the only embarrassment there could be is to go half assed at it you
1: know oh my god that is awesome he's he, he,
0: he possesses like a certain level of like inner confidence yeah. that I can't even like fathom. Yeah, you know that's I mean? pretty awesome. Like, how how must it feel to not know how to be embarrassed, dude? You should. uh... That's like
1: a superpower, dude. That's what I'm t- saying, dude. We need to get you. We need to get you mic'd up. And you and you and you literally do what I'm doing, phone interviewing, because that's basically, you know, besides the person randomly coming over or whatever, a lot of just phone calls now and uh, it's fun and and you could totally, even give them a heads up and be like, I'm gonna kinda let them know what you're doing and and treat it like like you're saying, like, you know, get them to talk about that. (laughs) Because that's pretty rare.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, like, I, I, man, because he, he, to this day, he still talks about it, like, he kind of misses it, like, he had such a short little window, maybe, like, two years, where he kind of lived a bachelor life. Oh, what happened? But he lived lived it in, like, his mid-30s, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, which is a...
0: So it was kind of odd, like, I took him to his first strip club. <laughs> How'd that go? Pretty, pretty classic
1: experience. He loved it.
0: Oh, I would say, like, for him, yeah, it was like you figuring out meditation. Oh. He had the lights
1: go ding.
0: Like, in his head, he was just like, all of a sudden, he was like, whoa, girls are horny too?
1: oh my gosh
0: like, you know what I mean like oh wait a minute girls say dirty stuff too like that's I'm not just like a a pervert for having sexual thoughts oh my I mean,
1: gosh like, yeah and imagine like, it was just like, out of his element
0: like yeah he just never had met you know a girl like a, that works in a strip club you know a yeah a girl that away around the block a little bit and kind of like just uh I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't make you feel embarrassed about being there or whatever. It was pretty funny. Me and Brandon took him. It was like uh, probably like five or six years ago now.
1: Wow. So what happened he got with the girl?
0: Oh, well, I mean, he got, he got a few dances and stuff, but he didn't understand. No, no, I mean that. like now. He didn't understand the rules of how it went. Yeah. Um, and, and so like <laughs> I saw some girl come over and like start sitting on his lap. And then, like, something happened and he went to go get a drink or something while he was gone. I was like, hey, man, like, I see what you're doing here. And, like, he doesn't know what's going on here. Like, you know, don't try to hustle him out of all of his money. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, Like, he doesn't,
0: he's never done been here before doesn't understand what's going on and that everything costs money you know what I mean yeah and she was just like oh, okay no big deal and actually like nothing and so like fuck, fast forward like maybe 15 minutes later um, Brandon was getting a dance I got up to go get a drink that girl came by while I was gone scooped sage up took him into the freaking VIP room. No and shit. Then like, yeah, and, and Sage didn't have any money at the time. He was going through like a rough thing so me and Brandon were basically just paying for all of it. Oh no. And then so I was just like, uh, he's been in there for like three songs. I was like, I need to, uh, he doesn't, like, he doesn't know what's going on right now. I, mean, I need to, <laughs> I need to stop this. <laughs> so I had to like go up to the freaking, to the, uh, the sh- the VIP room uh, find the bouncer on the outside because you can't just like, walk in there yeah. and I was like hey man my buddy's in there and he doesn't really know what's going on and like I'm paying for all this and after the song he needs to get out of there mm-hmm. and like well what does he look like and I told him and he's like okay and so he waited till the song was over and he got him he's like hey uh, your buddy said you need to get out of here damn
1: <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Did he come out with a smile?
0: (laughs) Well, he came out with his brain exploded. (laughs) I'm just, I'm telling. Like this whole thing, like uh, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it, like it was for him, it was like just like a mind blowing experience. It was spiritual.
1: that's one thing that because I know where he's coming from in that aspect where that's a hard one that's a hard thing to um, I, I to get off your mind like it's not that you're not gonna do it but it's hard not to feel bad about certain I don't know it's just sex is sex is something that's just driven so hard and and that you like when you come out of that world it's it's dirty, you know what I mean. So when you're thinking like morally, even when you, when you're coming in like awakening and stuff, and you're not not being held by the religion brainwash, that still, you still gotta like convince yourself like it's all good. And it's crazy. It's crazy how 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 bad it attacks the thought of of anything sexual. It's a terrible yeah. thing. It was- Is classic
0: <laughs> it was definitely classic it's like uh, it, it's pretty much the way you would picture taking like a um, kind of sheltered 18 year old to the strip club for the first time okay. you know what I mean nice. and it was a lot of giggling and stuff at first
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause just imagine how you you would think, like having hardly ever seen, um, you know, maybe one or two girls uh, remotely naked in their life. Yeah. To walking into a room where they're all walking around naked at the same time.
1: Yeah. Well, shit, I do remember. I remember my first time. You know. <laughs> I was a lot younger though, so it was, you know, I was I was a little wilder, so. It, I, it probably was way more of a shock for him, because I was expecting it, like, oh, this is what we do, you know? Yeah. I got, I had my brother's ID, and I went with uh, his friend, remember, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, uh, and uh, Mike, um, um, what the fuck was his name? Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going to forget his name, but, uh, yeah, they took me when I was, like, 18, or no, I think I was 17 or 16. 'Cause yeah, I couldn't go and it wasn't it wasn't a drinking when I was eighteen and uh. But uh yeah. it, was I mean, bun- it was the bunny it was the bunny ranch. You probably went to the bunny ranch while oh, yeah. I was working there. Yeah, yeah. it was the, the bunny ranch.
0: Yeah, I used to work
1: there. Oh man, it was a great time and what was cool about it is I was so young and, and it was a bit of a shock to me and I was kinda of getting that like, you know, attention where it's like, oh, like his that's why his friends took me They're like, you have never gone, and I could it just so happen I could go and I had his i d and I had money so I went and uh there was a there was a an adult film actress that was like headlining or whatever yeah, you they call used to it do that like once a month yeah, and uh she like I had a pretty cool experience it's like she grabbed me they they threw a bunch of money in front of me and she grabbed me and sh- you know smacked her titties against my face, and that was um I was I was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty, that was pretty mind blowing and and I, I even, uh, she said something like right when she first got on like whoever takes their shirt off first gets a shirt or something like that and she gave me a shirt of the bar or whatever. The, oh, that's
0: funny. Yeah, so You're I had a pretty back. cool little first I re- moment.
1: I remember that. I remember when they used to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I got, dude. It was like I was so pumped up and young and full of cum, sixteen. That, like, she didn't even get it out all the way. I just heard like the first person take their shirt off, and I was gone. Like I was naked. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I remember that. That's one memory that'll never go away because that was a, was a good night. Yeah.
0: That's funny because there I. Uh is a an all nude place which makes
1: them a little bit more pervy. Yeah.
0: Like the crowd is a little bit more uh, creepier pervert dude, you know? <laughs> Until late night and then it gets real gangstery. Yeah. Because they were they were open after two when all the other ones closed.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever see anything crazy there? In closing? No. Like any gangster um, action? Any what? Any any fights? Any gangster action?
0: Oh, um, no, not directly. I was, um, I was there, like you might suggest, like you might imagine knowing me very well. I was there because of my ability to, like, defuse situations without people getting into fights. Yeah. Because we had bouncers that, like, were there for that. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, they were just itching to punch somebody in the face Big but so I, I, was, I was a little bit more the uh, diplomatic uh, bouncer which was it was a pretty odd little deal like I uh, I passed up all the meathead bouncers like immediately like they hired me and I went
1: That sounds like a good
0: job. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so, but all in all, it was uh, pretty uneventful. Somebody shot at the club one time. After they got kicked out, they drove back by and shot towards the club several times. Wow. Um, and I quit very shortly after that. Oh, wow. They pulled a drive-by on it? I don't, I don't want to get shot.
1: No. No, you don't want to get shot. I don't know that anybody should want to. Some people are just gangsters, though. They're willing to, you know. They're like, I'll take a bullet.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll take a fucking bullet.
0: Some people are stupid as shit.
1: Yeah, some people are. And
0: people get really mad when you're them in front of girls. And getting kicked out is embarrassing, so.
1: That's crazy, huh? Go Raiders, man. Go John Gruden and uh, go go team, you know, go Berto. And go go go, go Headspace and fuck uh, fuck the daily Zeitgeist or weekly Zeitgeist or whatever the fuck <laughs> fuck that. Hey, if you don't wanna be if you don't wanna be a soldier in the movement, then get the fuck out of the way. But don't go against it. I think that's the real, I think that's the real evil, is people, maybe not being their thing, but to be like, it's overrated, fuck
0: you, bro. Fuck you. Oh, man, you should probably let that go, because you're not going to get any sleep. Maybe you need to meditate on that real quick before you go to sleep.
1: Um, Dude, I'm going (laughs) to meditate so hard, I'm going to go to, like, fucking... I'm probably going to go to some weird cloud and just sleep in that thing all day, all night.
0: Uh-huh. Well, when you're, when you're visualizing in meditation, try to visualize yourself at a Raider game, in the black hole, in person, <sighs> with John Gooden, not 60 yards away, oh my at people with his freaking oh. eyes. You know what I mean? When it gets this freaking high, but I was just crunched down. Dude. So I'll leave you with that image. I'm out of here, Go Raiders. Later.